Good evening. Welcome to the podcast. Um, today I will read you a piece, a tiny piece. My, well, not my favorite, but one of my favorite parts from one of my favorite books is called The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. Uh, and just a bit of backstory. So this is towards the end. Um, Patroclus is dead. Achilles is dead. Paris is dead. And yeah, Thetis is kind of lost and she's looking to remember her son and enter Patroclus' ghost. <clears throat> Thetis comes. I watch her, withering the grass where it stands. I have not felt such hatred for her in a long time. She made Pyrrhus and loved him more than Achilles. She's looking at the scenes on the tomb, death after death. She reaches as if she will touch them. I cannot bear it. Thetis, I say. Her hand jerks back. She vanishes. Later she returns. Thetis. She does not react, only stands, looking at her son's tomb. I am buried here, in your son's grave. She says nothing, does nothing. She does not hear. Every day she comes, she sits at the tomb's base, and it seems that I can feel her cold through the earth, the slight searing smell of salt. I cannot make her leave, but I can hate her. You said that Chiron ruined him. You are a goddess and cold and know nothing. You are the one who ruined him. Look at how he will be remembered now, killing Hector, killing Troilus for things he did cruelly in his grief. Her face is like stone itself. It does not move. The days rise and fall. Perhaps such things pass for virtue among the gods, but how is there glory in taking a life? We die so easily. Would you make him another Pyrrhus? Let the stories of him be nothing. Let them be something more. What more, she says. For once I am not afraid. What else can she do to me? Returning Hector's body to Priam, I say. That should be remembered. She is silent for a long time. And his skill with the lyre, his beautiful voice. She seems to be waiting. The girls, he took them so that they would not suffer at another king's hands. That was your doing. Why are you not with Pyrrhus? Something flickers in her eyes. He's dead. I am fiercely glad. How? It is a command almost. He was killed by Agamemnon's son. For what? She does not answer for some time. He stole his bride and ravished her. Whatever I want, he said to Briseis. Was this the son you preferred to Achilles? Her mouth tightens. Have you no more memories? I am made of memories. Speak then. I almost refuse, but the ache for him is stronger than my anger. I want to speak of something not dead or divine. I want him to live. At first it is strange. I am used to keeping him from her, to holding him for myself. But the memories well up like spring water, faster than I can hold them back. They do not come as words, but like dreams, rising as scent from the rain-wet earth. This, I say, 
this and this, the way his hair looked in summer sun, his face when he ran, his eyes, solemn as an owl at lessons, this and this and this, so many memories, so many moments of happiness crowding forward. She closes her eyes. The skin over them is the color of sand in winter. She listens and she too remembers. She remembers standing on a beach, hair black and long as a horse's tail, slate gray waves smash against rocks, then immortal's hands, brutal and bruising on a polished skin, the sand scraping her raw and the tearing inside, the gods after tying her to him. She remembers feeling the child within her, luminous in the dark of her womb. She remembers everything. She repeats to herself the prophecy that the three old women spoke to her. Your son will be greater than his father. The other gods had recoiled to hear it. They knew what powerful sons do to their fathers. Zeus thunderbolt still smell of singed flesh and patricide. They gave her to a mortal, trying to shackle the child's power, dilute him with humanity, diminish him. She rests her hand on her stomach, fills him swimming within. It is her blood that will make him strong, but not strong enough. I am immortal, he screams at her, his face blotchy and diminished and dulled. Why do you not go to him? I cannot. The pain in her voice is like something tearing. I cannot go beneath the earth, the underworld with its cavernous gloom and fluttering souls where only the dead may walk. This is all that is left, she says her eyes still fixed on the monument, an eternity of stone. I conjure the boy I knew, Achilles, grinning as the figs blur in his hands, his green eyes laughing into mine, catch, he says, Achilles, outlined against the sky, hanging from a branch over the river, the thick warmth of his sleepy breath against my ear. If you have to go, I will go with you. My fears forgotten in the golden harbour of his arms. The memories come and come. She listens, staring into the grain of the stone. We are all there, goddess and mortal, and the boy who was both.